everybody, and welcome back to the film Reroll. We're still here. We're still the podcast where we play through your favorite movies as role-playing games and completely destroy them. But you know what? For you today, we're gonna make it better. You know, we're committed. We're gonna we're gonna do it. We're gonna we're gonna just absolutely Oh no, I just remembered what we're doing. No, 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 sorry. I can't commit to that. <laughs> I was gonna say time. that feels like a lot of pressure from oh, where we're at right now. I can't. No, we've already gone in too deep. Uh so what an odd winding bits. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying I, I should plan these things before I open my big fat mouth? Oh, I'm not suggesting anything of the sort. I just I have to call them likes I see zums. Around the table with me today <laughs> is our GM. Wait. Stay right there. I'm taking a picture of you. Don't move. Don't move. Fallon right now has big I just retired to Maui energy. Like turn to the side, legs stretched out, deep slouch in the chair, a Stella Artois glass of scotch. I was also thinking that this is like Paolo's like, I'm about to like rock out on some slow, like I'm the DJ for your slow jam radio set. Hey, welcome back to PDQ. That's Paolo Dan Kuros. <laughs> so uh, Lisa is Paolo our GM Dan for this campaign. Kuros. So I, I get to, at this point, hand it off and have no further introduction duties. <laughs> That, that's it, again, I stopped. That, it's you now did, your you, show. You did it. It's all on me now. Yes. I thought maybe you were laughing because you said duty. So I couldn't <laughs> tell. Duty. I wasn't, actually. I thought about cool. it. But, uh, yes. We're, <laughs> we're, we're, guys, the Let's energy the in the room. We are working off each other. We're ripping. <laughs> it's a very, like, generous atmosphere. <laughs> okay, man. Jocelyn's a better editor than that. We don't have to just cut me out of the whole episode. It's fine. I was being ungenerous. Anyway. Anyway. Here we are. Last action hero. Part good four. Be, good to be back, you know? <laughs> it's been so long since we recorded the last part. I need a part. recap of part three because it definitely wasn't ten minutes ago. Mm-mm. Paolo yeah, is it, playing Jack Slater. That's right. <laughs> Kara is playing both Danny Madigan. Yeah. And Rabbi Jacob Leggett. Sure, of course. I'm playing, honestly, not that many other people. Gary. It's, I am playing Gary. Gary the Bombshipping Dog. Playing Gary. Paolo and, keeps taking all the other <laughs> yeah, NPCs. Which, honestly, is fine <laughs> by me, but I did just sit down and be like, who am I playing? Oh, no one? Fascinating. Uh, hopefully you're about to play Vivaldi. I do seem to be yeah, about to I play Vivaldi. I, I, I did still fail to practice my Sicilian accent, even <laughs> though we just took a break. I don't feel the need to steal Vivaldi. I, I don't feel the need to steal anyone. I feel joy in stealing. I just want to provide opportunities for you to have roll, joy. Roll Filch Vivaldi. <laughs> oh, that's a really bad roll. Okay, you take because it. Because of your, your fucking capricious mischief, I was sitting here like, Steel Vivaldi, steel S T E. Like I just like assumed it had to be another fucking I know classical music Vivaldi oh. joke. <laughs> steel Vivaldi. Well, not, a famous opera. That not a lot of people know this. So that harsh sound that we associate with harpsichords that makes baroque music not for a lot of people is because modern harpsichords have steel strings, but old ones had gut strings, a much rounder, softer sound. This is the baroque music podcast with Paolo Kidos. <laughs> My guest for today. <laughs> Wasn't that true of all instruments, though? They all used to have gut strings. Modern harpsichords have a particularly harsh sound in a lot of people's ears. Surely anyway. we have time for this. <laughs> Surely. 
here we are outside the Vivaldi mansion. Rocking you similar to the manner of that of a hurricane. <laughs> How did we get here? Well. This is not my beautiful mansion. <laughs> it's not. It's Vivaldi's. And if one of you out there is thinking, Kara just said we need to get on with it and then immediately interrupt, <laughs> I know who I am. Lisa? Yes. Danny Madigan. I was about to say never change in response to that, but like maybe a little bit. In this particular instance, I'm just going to keep going until... I want to see how long that sound can happen. This is the worst flight of the bumblebee I've ever heard. <laughs> it's honestly impressive. Are you, like, what is it, rebreathing? Is that when you can... Wait, what's the term for it when, like, trumpet circular players... Yeah, circular, circular breathing, that's what it I is. I knew the answer, but I was like, <laughs> you're going to have to wait for it. Okay, I'm a little lightheaded now. Our heroes... My nose is sweaty weirdly. <laughs> Mom's spaghetti. <laughs> Our heroes arrived at Leo the Fart's funeral, dressed all as rabbis and costumes oh, yeah, invited. Yeah, we still dressed as You're rabbis all, now. Oh, still, yeah. I mean, at any point along the way, you could have thrown all I'm, clothing, but I'm no gonna, one has said that yet. Yeah, I'm going to say at this point, sitting in the fountain, Arnie tosses aside his garb. Oh, so dramatic. But like, as you stand up out of the water, so there's a giant yeah, yeah. splash. Yeah, yeah. Very John Woo. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll get to that in a second. Oh, yeah, the intro, do need to know what's going role, on. PDQ. Uh, <laughs> I want to get that nickname going. That was a very slow roll. Well oh, done. I got it. Um, <laughs> I hate this show. Everybody arrived at the funeral or attempted to arrive at the funeral, arrived at the hotel with Gary the bomb-sniffing dog, who was Ooh. pointing you in the direction of the elevators when... There's a lot of <laughs> Oh, my God. The ticket. Between the two of you, <laughs> I just can't see a world where he doesn't end up talking. He, he you guys almost are gonna crit verbalize failed the role. him by sheer force of will. I'll give him another roll. <laughs> nope. The ticket activated in Jack's pocket. Rabbi Jacob used his Kabbalistic knowledge to put together that the purple sparks must be leading them towards truth. Followed the the pull of the ticket through the TV screen in the hotel lobby, which had a news camera, a helicopter shot of the hotel. So they were bamfed into the helicopter, whereupon everyone decided to parachute onto the roof, including Danny, who was not wearing a parachute nor knows how to use one. Danny, Could, Danny, okay. you're getting down no, from, from that way too quickly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Land on top of the casket. Tell the mob who pull a million guns on you that there is a bomb here and you're here to help. They very badly fail a roll, so resist their mob mentality, literally. Did we do a that's not a tumor joke when that happened? Uh, oh. We did not. We missed that opportunity. Shit. Yeah, That was the time for it, too. Yeah. I've been no saving problem. it. I only get one of those. Yeah. There might still be time for a who is your daddy and what does he do? What's your name? Who's your daddy? Oh. Is he from Austria like me? <laughs> uh, Why didn't I say Austrian? Why didn't I say from Austria? Lisa? Jack successfully <laughs> removes a bomb from Leo the Fart's chest, proving that he was, in fact, being truthful to the mob who have let him, Danny, and Rabbi Jacob escape. Rabbi oh, Jacob ran am on... Am covered in blood? Probably. Okay, cool. I don't know, covered. Yeah, He's dead. He's definitely... full of embalming fluid. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think you're that covered. Maybe your hands are a little viscera. sticky. Viscera. There's not that yeah. much viscera. I watched all of Six Feet Under, you guys. It wasn't great. <laughs> I like Six Feet Under. I like... Sir, this is not... <laughs> 
Welcome back to uh, Six Feet Plunder, where we really oh, no. mine the... Look, dude, the show is live and I have a heart out. I panicked. <laughs> Rabbi Jacob has followed Vivaldi down, well, I guess technically outran Vivaldi, down to the bottom of the hotel, attempting to track him, but lost track of him. Good words. But put out an APB on his car, and our team has headed to the Vivaldi Manor driving through the gate, but being held at gunpoint by the private security of the estate. Jack has d- has dived, dove, has dove Divin. into the fountain. Rabbi Jacob is crouched behind the car door. Mid-hucking bomb, right? Oh, in, about to huck the bomb. Uh, Danny is, we wouldn't say cowering, but... Taking cover. Uh, taking cover. But still peeking to watch. That's true. When Vivaldi, presumably in the white car, has driven up behind our heroes. Gary post, is taking post- out every single security guard in one swift maneuver. <laughs> Postmortem. That's the name of the episode that recaps Six Feet Under. Oh, that actually is good. Yeah, that's pretty, yeah. Thanks. Yeah, that's good. All right, so that's enough film reroll. We found the name for the other show. Let's do it. We quit. Uh, Okay, so. What action are we beginning on? Because both of my characters have plans. The the rabbi is about to throw the bomb. The question is, are you going to complete doing that? Well, I am going to roll IQ to see if I am distracted by the sound of this car pulling up. That's an excellent roll. Hold on to that bomb for a second. Full Heisman position. (laughs) Danny, well, perception. I'm going to see if I see Vivaldi in the car. Sure. Those are all fives. So no. Danny is just, the eyes cannot be torn away from the marvel that is Jack Slater. And doesn't give a fuck. I'm rolling for Gary. Oh, yeah, Gary gets it. Uh, G- Gary <laughs> Gary got that. <laughs> Gary's totally hip to the sitch. Way to go, Gary. Um, so Love a good like, sitch. Like, whoa, Gary! <laughs> Gary Did you, like, just pull. do a rewatch of Scooby-Doo or something? <laughs> Lisa started it I with did. the Scooby I, I voice last episode. It. Fair enough. Gary Love does the full, like, turnaround, is, is now, like, full pointer mode at the car. Oh. Right. Everyone else is going to make Gary noises. I just felt left out. Lisa is giving me, you are giving me the weirdest looks today. <laughs> I'll just, I'll stare at Powell the whole time. No, then. perceive me. No, I don't like this. I don't like this for a couple reasons, actually. I'm incredibly bad at staring contests. I lose immediately. <laughs> yeah, I actually turn to stone if no one's looking at me. <laughs> Rabbi Jacob has held his action. But not in the D&D way. He just, he waited. Well, yeah, yeah I'm a, uh, Rabbi Jacob. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I success perception by two. It's yeah, Vivaldi, I think right? you already did that. Oh, you, this was rolling to see, is it Vivaldi? Yeah, like what's the deal with the car? Uh, it is being driven by a man, a man with black hair, black, like Van Dyke goatee. Is and cute? is he cute? Um, that's really up to Rabbi Jacob. No, I'm asking for me. That's really up to you. I've given you a vague description. Wow. Oh, Lisa is not helping me out here. If the, if all of you are just frozen, Jack, have you stood up and tossed your coat yeah, off yeah, dramatically? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, are you brandishing a weapon? Yeah. At whom? At the car. Vivaldi, get out of there! The gentleman, uh, the driver, is going to first open the car door and step out. And Hello go- there. What's your name? 
really don't think I'm the one that you want to talk to, mate. And goes over and opens the the back door and out steps an older gentleman, white hair, uh, very tan, wearing a white suit over um, a Hawaiian shirt. Is it Vivaldi? Do you would you would know at? yes you okay. looked at dossiers earlier so Vivaldi who yeah. you do recognize steps out of the car buttons his jacket and says Vivaldi you have run a thwart of the law I must take you in I'd be oh no <laughs> Danny Danny I had it uh, in my head. draws his gun uh, and aims it at Vivaldi or just Danny, or do you down. just have it like by your side Danny Lisa. <laughs> Danny, put that down. Lisa, no. Every time I ask for clarity. <laughs> I do the thing I said I do. <laughs> so you just take I'm, it out. I, of I'm crouching in the back seat. I'm like, oh, shit, it's Vivaldi. I just want to have my gun ready. Okay, great. Okay. Which I know is unloaded. But okay. I just. <laughs> I forgot it was unloaded. Yeah, it's unloaded. But I just, just want to be ready. Can I? Oh, oh, oh. Can I scrounge in the car to see if there are any backup weapons? Absolutely. I don't have scrounging. So roll a default. <sighs> There's a bomb. Uh, you know what? You don't need to make this roll. Because you've watched Jack Slater a million oh, times. Genre savvy? You just know because these are your favorite movies. And one of the reasons that the bomb would not fit in the glove compartment is because the glove compartment is full of weapons. What's in there? I open the glove compartment. I real sneaky like. It, it's additional pistols. It's clips. It's probably a bandolier of really big bullets. Grenades? I don't think there are any grenades in there. Okay. Like, when they open it, it's basically is there anything just handguns that spill out. Is there anything it. that isn't a gun? Like a, a tear I mean, gas or something? <laughs> a tactical nuclear weapon. <laughs> a mortar. There's a pestle. Mm. Let's make some tortillas. I am giving you nothing for that. That's fair. Um, no, I just, I just put my unloaded gun down and I take two guns. Okay. I am ready. You now have two guns. One of which is actually loaded? No, they're both loaded. They are both loaded. Mm-hmm. I tuck my unloaded gun in my back belt. Okay. Jack Slater doesn't know any of this. No, he does no. not. Uh, neither does uh, Rabbi Jacob, who is slowly lowering his hand as he reassesses the situation. And staring directly at you, Jack, Vivaldi, having gotten out of the car, goes... So you want to take me in? I, you're welcome to come into my home, uh, and we can perhaps talk out our differences. What are our differences, Vivaldi? Currently, there is a difference between how you and I view a gate. So that's a good, I think, starting place for us to start. Perhaps you're not in a talking mood. I uh, do the cool, like, spin my guns to lower them and reholster them. You want to talk? <coughs> Danny, get down from there. <laughs> Go to talk. I placed the gun in the, the bomb in the passenger seat of the car. Very good. So I say, Jack, Jack, what is, uh, what, what's, what's our plan right now? I'm happy to talk. I don't know that we're going to be able to really come to any sort of an agreement, but uh, we certainly don't need to cause damage to my beautiful front lawn here. It's very nice. You have good taste in front lawns. I, meanwhile, <laughs> am going to, um, I don't have, okay. I don't have what Meanwhile, I Meanwhile, I'm going to okay, I don't have okay. <laughs> I think that's what that was. I really liked that. that was what like skill is it that you're looking Beckett for? Line. I wanted to gesture mm-hmm. to the rabbi. I do have gesture. Okay, but I don't. Well, you're Jewish. Of course. All right. I know what I want to do. 
can I use Savoir Faire Slater vs. Police mm-hmm. to make a secret signal to the rabbi? Oh. Yes, absolutely. Okay. What a specific Savoir Faire. Versus, like, that's real a failure world by police. One. Uh, oh. That's a failure by one. Well, can I roll gesture to yeah. interpret it? Sure. That was a huge failure. You think Jack, he's flipping you off. Jack, now is no time no, for a well, fried I, chicken I'm sandwich. Like, I'm, like, trying to slip in a word that I think the rabbi will understand, but I forgot what the word was, <laughs> so I'm signaling the wrong word, but I keep saying it to Vivaldi. Mm-hmm. I just think he's telling me to steal second. So, <laughs> I'm like... Thanks, Lisa. <laughs> Thanks. I'm like, all right, Vivaldi. <laughs> Why did you lean off, Mike, to say that? I'm like, all right, Vivaldi, we'll go in and have some fries. I could really go for some fries. You have fries, fries, maybe some fries if we talk, and then we can have fries. And the rabbi, you can have fries too if you like. You like fries, right? The kosher. Rabbi, you can have fries. I think he's asking for consent. Hold on, hold on, wait, fries. The only thing I can think is freely given for free. It's revocable. Everyone's already informed. Still, <laughs> fries. Hold on, fries are made from potatoes. <laughs> potatoes traditionally associated with the cuisine of the Irish. The Irish have a uh, long and troubled history of fighting for their native language to be recognized and included. So I think he wants me to switch to Hebrew so we can speak (laughs) incognitoly. I don't speak any Hebrew. Kara doesn't speak Hebrew. Rabbi Jacob does. Yeah, I, I say to him, message received loud and clear, but I say it in Hebrew. Jack, you say that you say that to me in, in Hebrew. Hebrew, okay. Can I? Um, no, I was gonna. You, I, you I cannot checked. know Hebrew. No, no. I took my Christ. sheet to see if Jack Slater spoke German, but he would. I speak German. Uh, so okay, I, here's here's I'm the not debate. I love where this is headed. <laughs> <laughs> not wild about this. If if I may be Anne Frank, I don't love this. Cut that out. Cut that out. I feel like you're heading towards Yiddish. <laughs> what I was going for is that uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger is Austrian. And right, yes, so this is the d- debate. However, his name in these movies is Jack Slater, which is a very American name. And right. there's absolutely no acknowledgement of, of his yeah. Austrian heritage. And in fact, he cannot pronounce the name Schwarzenegger. That's right. That's right. So I don't think that Jack Slater actually speaks... German. He okay. just has an Austrian accent. Fair, fair, fair. Uh, it's also not on my sheet. So he replies to me in Hebrew, and uh-huh. I assume that that is the signal for message received. So now I'm stalling for time. I mean, it was. Wow. I mean, what a what an amazing success in the middle of a catastrophic failure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Vivaldi, we'll play your game. And I'm making eyes at, I'm just making eyes at Jacob. Like, is this Kara trying to figure bit. that out? It, yes. So did you miss the part where Paolo said Jack was trying to signal with a secret word, but can't remember what the secret word is, and so has it wrong? Oh, fries is the secret word. I thought fries was supposed to be the thing I was doing. I mean, look, really all this is is uh, Kara and Jacob are equally confused. 100%. Like, this is just art imitating life right now. I literally, at some point, I was like, 
is that a reference to Victor Freeze, which is spelled the same way as Fries, which Arnold played in Batman and Robin? Oh, no. <laughs> uh, so Jacob is just sort of like uh, generically tense. Like that's, I don't know what's happening or what's supposed to be happening. I'm just sort of like ready. All right, There's I nothing start, mechanical right. to that. I'm I just start walking you know. inside. Yeah, Vivaldi is walking towards the house. Are they okay. also pointing their guns at us? The private security is, but they are probably equally just as tense as you because their boss is having a conversation. And I think once Vivaldi starts walking in, they will lower but not like fully drop their weapons. Okay, so okay. Danny's wearing like Jack Slater cosplay, right? Which includes a jacket. Correct. Okay. Although uh, right now, aren't you dressed as a rabbi you're right now? Oh, dressed as a rabbi. Oh, even better. I'm gonna conceal the guns under my rabbi frock. Okay. Sort of pinching them with my armpits. <laughs> okay. So I'm walking real weird. So we 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 head inside. Uh-huh. Are there any TV screens inside? <laughs> Actually, previously established, yes. <laughs> um, let me. You know what? As part of this movie verse, which understands what movie that it, it is in, Vivaldi walks in and turns on the TV. Okay. Now, I still think that that's going to get me uh, a helicopter <laughs> to the roof. That's So I can uh, assault the compound. Sure. And I go ahead and take out the ticket and uh, rub it on the TV screen. Okay. So previously, the... We had established that the TV was tuned to Looney Tunes. Oh, no. Um, well, that's what it was when we came by, like, days ago. The days ago. I'm just trying to fit, like, right now I'm sorting through what else would be on that channel. Are we finally going to start this movie four episodes in? <laughs> is, this, is this the time? I, uh, shit about to get weird? <laughs> I think shit might be about to get weird. So he turns on the TV, and it's Looney Tunes. Which He's, one? Which one? Yeah, which one? Uh, it's a Wiley Coyote. I don't think those okay. are specifically named. They are. They're all named, but it's fine. I don't know the names <laughs> of the Wiley Coyote episodes. They're all named. But yes, Wiley Coyote is specific. Dave. Enough. Yeah. Dave. <laughs> uh, Dave's Dave's not a great episode. So you, what you want the ticket to do is yeah. to take you to a helicopter. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, all right, I know an exit path. I'm gonna go to the helicopter. <laughs> Now that I have I like helicopter that, but powers. But it's not even really an exit path in your mind. It's just sort of like a radial <laughs> move. Im- yeah, immediately like elevated like, to the roof. Uh, yeah, I love I'll, it. I, I love it. I have the higher ground. I know, but I think it's funny that I just, to call it an exit room when specifically you're just trying to enter the house you just walked into at a different angle. Yeah, you well, gotta enter. That, you gotta that, get up to get down. Coolio taught us that. At that point, I can make a decision if I want to assault it from the top or if I want to helicopter away into the sunset, if I want to call in a squad of other attack sure. helicopters point is i got helicopter powers i'm gonna use them <laughs> when all you've got is a helicopter the world looks like um, don't help landing him. don't help don't help him <laughs> like a house that can be assaulted by helicopter probably should have helped him. <laughs> <laughs> um i think we all saw a man okay. drowning. <laughs> it was just a fountain great so you walk into vivaldi's house walk directly over to the tv screen Take out a golden ticket, reach it towards the TV. Rub that shit all over the screen. And the next thing that you know, you are standing on the side of a dusty highway with a very confused, very tall, anthropomorphic coyote standing next to you. Fright check? Yeah, I think we'll all be doing a fright check. Have you gone in as well? No, but Jack just That's vanished true. and now is on the television. You just watched him get zapped into the, in a cartoon version Oh, wait. 
Do we think he's a cartoon version? I feel like I'm a fright check either way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know what? I think I think it is actually a Roger Rabbit situation. Not one of the Looney Tunes. No, I know. <laughs> no, I know. It's a cool world. Se- several of them are in it, though. Wow, we're both weirdly super chill with that. Well, I yeah, because Jacob, I'm pretty sure is convinced that we're on a divine path of some kind. Danny's just like, stream's getting fucking weird. <laughs> I am into Man, it. The Danny thinking that he's dreaming is really like skewing his whole view of this situation. I, Danny goes over the TV, man. I want to get it. I'm going to get it on this shit. Excellent. Tech, tech, tech. You are immediately zapped into the screen. All right. That's pretty good. Danny, my helicopter's not working. Uh, the coyote By the way, I succeeded just, my fry check by I, a lot. Yes. The coyote just looks at you and blinks. You hear it go, blink, blink. I say, excuse me. <laughs> Pardon me. Do you know where my helicopter is? I, Jack, don't waste your time with this guy. He's a loser. Can't even catch one bird. You've got a good he point there. He indignantly puts his hands on his hips. Hey, man. Just because you can't make it happen doesn't make me the bad guy for pointing it out. You need to step your game up, Coyote. Do you have any of those Acme bombs? He pulls one out from behind his back. It is lit, and the fuse is going... I, I try. Can I still see the other world? I believe what you notice is a uh, like a shimmer. Okay. I'm going to take that bomb. IQ roll to know that that shimmer is a different world? To understand sure, what... yeah. That's a crit fail. <laughs> so that's it's a crit a fail. It's a mirage. Uh, uh, you are trapped here forever. Okay. Well, I just like to say <laughs> before not this ideal. goes to, I mean, the rabbi also comes in. Okay. I can't think of a reason for the rabbi not to. And in fact, the rabbi now has no backup <laughs> in Vivaldi's mansion. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Great. Oh. <laughs> right? D- dives in. Fred check. Even though oh. I already, I already fright checked. I'm like, oh, then you're I good. succeeded my first fright check by six. Oh yeah, you're totally fine. And I think immediately in after the rabbi comes Vivaldi. <laughs> um, I said, I said Vivaldi. <laughs> you made one mistake, Vivaldi, and that was stepping into my cartoon universe. <laughs> I'd like to reach behind my back and try and pull out a giant mallet. Roll genre savvy. Damn. That is a success by four. You have a giant mallet. It says Acme on the side. <laughs> I'm a, a whack a mole Vivaldi, man. Whack a mole Vivaldi, yes. Yeah. Do I roll what? Um, it's some sort of attack roll. I assume you don't have skill in mallet. No, but, but this mallet also doesn't adhere to regular physics. A hundred percent. Why don't you use genre savvy? All right, yeah. Hell yeah. Huh? Hold on. It's a possible crit success. No, but it is a success by three. Uh, yes, you bonk him on the head. His <laughs> arms and legs both come up off the ground. Boing! As you go, um, roll damage. Yes, but what the heck do we roll for cartoon mallet damage? Well, we could use John's Home Alone rule. What's the ho- What's the Home Alone? He's like um, Home Alone rules. For violence was everything to Marv and uh, Albert, um, Marv and James, uh, Marv and Harry. 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 Uh, everything did one damage, unless it was like explicitly dismembering. Sure. I feel like this is more than that because this mallet would absolutely. So my, I'm surprised I didn't accordion them. My, well, my understanding of 
the world of like the ticket and last action hero is that the f- the physics of the world that you t- go into apply. So sure. I don't even think we need to roll damage because this is a cartoon universe. Yeah. You have done enough damage that Vivaldi drops. He's the mallet out. only does one amount of damage. Yeah. And what I will do for him is I will be rolling HT for him to try to wake up from the stars and Tweety Birds mm. that are floating around his head. In the meanwhile, I cuff him. <laughs> Absolutely. Fantastic. Uh, Vivaldi is now okay. cuffed, face down, drool, and you are in Looney Tunes verse with Wily Coyote staring at you, possibly trying. In fact, I'm going to roll pickpocket for Wily Coyote to try to take, let's say, your gun so that he can shoot the Roadrunner. Is is the rabbi still holding a bomb? Yes. No, you said you put it in the no, front I put it seat. No, I put it in the car. It's in the front seat, which is a shame right now. <laughs> But well, I mean, bombs do seem readily available. We got access to bombs. So I'm, I'm carrying a bomb, right? No, Wiley no. Coyote had the bomb. Wiley, Wiley Coyote is standing there. It's, he still has the bomb. He still has and the bomb. And the fuse is lit. But he okay. is reaching for your gun. Well, I'm going to tiptoe away from him because he's carrying a, a loaded bomb. A lit bomb. That's a fish. loaded bomb! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not one of them unloaded bombs. It's That's the real fair. one. The, you the... always have to check your bombs to make sure there's not a wick in the chamber. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Safety's off. Didn't quite work. But, uh, but the wick is getting shorter chamber. and shorter and shorter, and he is definitely not paying attention to it. Okay, cool. Well, um, I am. perception? Yeah. Oh, oh, that's most of the way to a crit fail. Wow. Danny does not see shit. Well, that's that's a failure. Uh, Rabbi Jacob gets it on the button. Rabbi Jacob, there is a crate labeled Acme just behind you up against the cliff face. Okay. I don't know that Rabbi Jacob is a big Looney Tunes guy. Fair. I see the crate. I think... Okay. <laughs> okay. And I um, say, no, I uh, 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 Jack is your name. Jack, I, uh, we seem to have taken a, a winding circuitous path, but thankfully it has arrived at a happy end. Should we perhaps take this man back to the station? Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I've crit failed my get back to reality role. Oh, that is so true. I yes, am you live going here to, now. Uh, yeah, as far as I know, I. I mean, I succeeded by, like, significantly my fright check roll. Yeah. So I was so focused. How I'm going to try and understand Jack's motivation now is that he was so focused on using this trick to capture Vivaldi that, like, he just kind of took the world in stride. And now that he's having a moment to settle in, he realizes that he has unearthed some unnatural powers. Like, this is some fucked up shit going on. Mm -hmm. And all he knows how to do is be a cop. So I toss the unconscious cuffed Evaldi over my shoulder. And I, and usually, is there a road? Because usually there's a oh, road. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you're like on the side of a desert highway. I, wa- I start walking down the a road. Dark I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm going to find my way back to Los Angeles. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, there is a cloud of dust off in the distance the way that you are headed. Oh, Jack, Jack, hold on. You gotta, you're going to love this part. We should get off the road, though. I step off the road. We, we both step off the road. Is it, is it a tornado? It's a twister. No. <laughs> Sorry, I went, I did a thing in my head and it doesn't matter. Blue streak speeds by. It's the Roadrunner. Yeah. Uh, it is, in fact, the Roadrunner. And within about two seconds of you spotting the dust cloud, um, a tall, 
long-necked bird runs up. It's a blonde. A tall blonde (laughs) bird. Flips its hair. Um, I think I was trying to say it's vaguely blue, and then I was like, it's only vaguely blue. It's kind of grayish. Vaguely blue streak. (laughs) See, it's Um, Skids to a stop in front of you. Meep, meep. Meep, meep. Pecks at the dirt. No, it's higher than. I haven't heard in a long time. So I okay. So I turn to the the magical bird creature. Uh huh. And I it's say, it's just sort of staring at you, and then it like pecks at the dirt. Hi there. Sorry to bother you, but which way to Los Angeles? I'm gonna roll intelligence for the Roadrunner. <laughs> He's very oh, smart. Yeah, I think Roadrunner knows. Roadrunner like hops up, wiggles its feet, and goes me me, and uh, heads off back in the direction it was coming from. <laughs> I follow. Not at its speed, but no. I follow. I'm going to try and run as fast as the Roadrunner. Go for it. So, genre Roll savvy? running. Oh, I have running. Not genre savvy? Yeah, if you I, succeed at genre savvy, you just know that no one can run yeah. as fast as the Roadrunner. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I start running. I mean, I immediately give up when I, I see also, that I'm not going that yeah, fast. I'm also going to give Danny um, an intelligence roll. Oh, all right. Smart kid. There's been so many off-the-table rolls today. They're small tables. We need, like, dice trays. Mm-hmm. No, I like the chaos of it. Yeah, that's a success by five. Okay, so I think with two now additional uses of the ticket, Danny is starting to put together ah. how this thing works. Okay. okay. Jack tried to activate it earlier by waving it around. Nothing happened. It took you through a TV screen in the hotel to the helicopter. It took you through the TV screen in Vivaldi's mansion to what was on the TV. So, Danny, yeah. it's a movie ticket. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, can I... This is a mockery of my own explanation. Can I... Previous episodes. Can I, I drop the mallet. Can I pull out a giant paintbrush? You can pull out a giant paintbrush. Okay. I'd like to paint on the side of the cliff Danny, wall. Danny, did you have that the whole time? I think maybe it's like a manifestation of my inner creative spirit, Jack. I think I'm growing as a person. Now, hold on. And I just swipe it up and down yeah. on the cliff in big vertical strokes uh-huh. with the intention of drawing the inside of the police station. <gasps> Amazing. Um, roll genre savvy. Okay. Oh, come on. Oh, so close to a crit. Success by seven. Uh, it is a, from from this perspective that you've done on a success by seven, it is a photorealistic painting of the inside of Jack Slater's police station. Yes. Yes, of Jack Slater's police station. That is just to Rabbi Jacob and Jack Slater, like, manifesting out of this paintbrush that you didn't even see him dip into any paint. Jack, Jack, give me the ticket. Give me a ticket. Jack, give me a ticket. Fred, check. I succeed on the button. Give me a ticket. I look at him suspiciously. Trust me, Jack. Now that you said that, I trust you less. Come on. (laughs) I got an honest face, maybe. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Jacob has an honest face. Uh, I I look down the desert. Perhaps, perhaps, Jack, uh, from the mouths of babes. Perhaps we should trust the child. I, I give the ticket to Rabbi Jacob. I give the ticket to Danny. <laughs> uh-huh, it's an inside job. <laughs> uh, yeah, I try and walk into the police station. It 
absolutely works. Yo. So are we back in my reality or is it a cartoon police station? No, no, no. You are back. Oh, that is such a good question. But I... Because I didn't paint a screen. I didn't paint like a TV screen. No, but it takes you places. It's like it takes him through the wall. I now this have two so... different magical artifacts that can teleport <laughs> me through different realms. The paintbrush, the paintbrush, and, and the, ticket. the ticket. Well, I think the paintbrush needs the ticket. Is what that's we just what established. you think? Well, I mean, I don't. I know. mean, so it's, I think it's. That's, oh, this is so. And let me let me roll for the ticket to see if it's going to take you to cartoon world or real world. We're um, going to get that cartoon cat in this movie. Get give me a will roll to have to tell the ticket to take you where you want it to go. That's a crit success. <laughs> oh, I am rolling. <laughs> Wild tonight. Amazing. That's a crit. So it shouldn't technically work like this, but (laughs) between a high genre savvy role and a crit success, yes. And and also, because I think I'm dreaming, there is zero Zero doubt in my mind that this will work. Like, there's no... There's there's no doubt, right? Like when Wiley e. Coyote tries to go through the thing the, on the side of the cliff, he smashes through it because he's does it. He's like, I know I painted that shit, but like I have no. I, it is pure faith. Oh, also, okay. I just remembered that there's a cartoon cat in that movie. Oh, yeah. I just so said me, that. R- right, that's what reminded oh, me. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry for so, getting you so aggressive. Me, <laughs> <laughs> me going into a cartoon world seems totally would normal. Not, I mean, it's not normal that the thing no. can use screens to teleport. No, but, but I don't like think I went to another world. Exist. Well, I, I went to like that where is how you've been playing it. So. I actually, yeah. and I, I actually think I'm remembering now that Kara made up. The plot of Jack Slater 2, which involved Jack going, what was a full Who Framed Roger Rabbit, where Jack ended up investigating some crime in a cartoon. No, no, no. It was I like, thought it was, it was a that cart- the, it was the a, villain was a cartoonist. A cartoonist, yes. Who used that cat, but then by the time they got to making Jack Slater yes. 3, they just kind of got lazy Co- and correct. forgot what they'd done, so the cat was just real now. C- correct. But it has been previously established that that cartoon realities exist in this world because that cat had to come from somewhere. Yeah, they at least so share a permeable just now, membrane. Oh, what? I don't know what that cat's name is. I do know it's he's voiced by Danny DeVito. Um, Uh-oh. Cat in last... <gasps> is this a twin spinoff? <laughs> Whiskers. <clears throat> so your buddy Whiskers, this must be like Whiskers' hometown. hometown. Yeah. yeah. That's, I, I don't know why we... I was trying to get a helicopter, but I accidentally ended up back in Whiskersville. <laughs> Oh, well, he's the mayor. I, well, I I think that it's because I, and like this is my internal my voicing of your internal monologue. So feel free to take it or not. But what you were really looking for in that moment was help from you know like oh, you were yeah. looking. I wanted a police presence, cops. and so I went to Whiskers. You, you well. went to Whiskers. I just gotta learn to hone it. But yeah, yeah. it'll get me helicopters. That's hundred cool. percent. I feel like this episode is like the three of us. With our eyes closed, like <laughs> trying to, sometimes holding hands, but sometimes forgetting to, trying to like feel our way through a maze, and little do we know, it's a hall of mirrors. <laughs> so it's actually even more confusing than we think it is, but it doesn't matter, we're just lost. But we're having a good time. And we're getting there together. Are we? Where's there? Uh, I don't it's know. It's the Slaterverse LA police station. <laughs> Slaterverse. 
I thought you said like Slater versus the police. Oh no, the Slater versus. <laughs> I was like, is he station. taking out tur- like dirty cops? Slater versus. Yep. Got it. So the four, I guess, of you, ah, oh, full missed opportunity to have let Gary the dog talk. He Wait. absolutely would have been able to talk in Looney Tunes world, but you've walked out of it. You've walked well, into. Also, we, I don't know that Gary came in with us. Yeah, we never said that Gary stepped through the TV. <gasps> Gary's still at the Vivaldi. Gary, Gary has is absolutely still oh, at Why? the Vivaldi Manor. All right, um, we got to go back. They're but, putting they're putting him in a pyramid of other dogs. But for now, we I have Vivaldi over my shoulder. You sure do. And I walk him straight to a jail cell and I toss him in there. Amazing. I have a question. Yes. So I now know what the ticket does. Yes. Um. I'm going to roll a second IQ roll okay. to see if that lets me know, oh, that actually seems like a more reasonable explanation for what this is than I'm, than I'm yes. dreaming. Yeah. Because I fact, think there's still a chance that like, oh, I had a dream that I had a magic movie ticket. But like. Do it at a plus two. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I jumped out of a helicopter. I'm rolling a fright check. <laughs> a retroactive fright check? Yeah, now that I realize I could have actually died. Yeah. Like several times over. Um, that's a failure by one. Okay. So that is a total of nine on my failed fright check. Do we have a Who's got the fright check, check bookmark? Oh, Who's um, got the fright check table <laughs> bookmark? Fright check <clears throat> failure by nine? No, total no. fright check number nine. Nine oh, on the... Stun for 1d seconds. I'll, I'll get it from Vincent Wivak. Paolo. It's probably also by. just on the internet. Find the fright table. Fright check table. Yeah, this this changes things. Stun for one second. It just says one second, okay, actually. Great. And then roll wow. will. To come out of stun? To come out of it, yeah. I'm just going to roll will to see how long I'm stunned, I guess. Uh, wow. Danny takes it like a champ, honestly. Like, Danny might be like a legit adrenaline junkie now. Like it takes him a quick second to be like You're giving yourself a quirk even though it's not on the table. Well I don't know about a quirk, but like I went from oh my god I could have died to oh my god I I cheated death. I wow. like it. Yeah. 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 Alright, well I guess we caught Vivaldi? Yeah. Uh, I think your lieutenant st- I'm lieutenant now? <laughs> <laughs> Your lieutenant uh, storms over because that's the only way that he knows how to move. And I love the way he moves. <laughs> and just goes, uh, Slater, what? Where did you come from? What? What's going on? I had to stop by Whiskers' hometown, but I got Vivaldi. He, what? Whiskers is, Whiskers is on a stakeout right now. I didn't say he was there. We just went to where he's from. You know, it's somewhere near Houston, I think. <laughs> Jack, let me do this. Book him, boys. Book. Does anyone book him? Who are we? Who are we booking? He's already in jail. I don't know what book. You him can't means. put him in jail if he hasn't been booked. We've been through this a thousand times. <laughs> There's procedure, man. Procedure. All right. Well then, book him, boys. Book uh, him, boys. <laughs> you heard the small child. Uh, I think. Uh, does Rabbi Jacob? know the procedure, I assume. I suppose we should book him then. Yeah, so you go through the process of booking Vivaldi. Uh, there is a lot Hold of on. question on, on suspicion of what, with what evidence. I yes. have a question. Yeah. What is booking someone? 
What what does booking someone entail? You write their name in the book of the jailed <laughs> the people. The book of life. Like, do we charge him? Or are we questioning him? Like, I don't so, know what happens when someone says is, book him, boys. So I, I actually pr- think that you probably can't book him yet because he's you're only holding him on suspicion of various crimes. Um, so most likely the cops who know what they're doing, uh, in fact, take him out of the holding cell you know, and put him in, in like an interrogation room. You know, we, we call his agent, see if he's available on the dates mm-hmm. of the shoot. And, uh, you know, if everything lines up, we book him. Yeah. What does it mean when they say, book him, boys? About the boys. Tim Winton on how toxic masculinity is shackling men to misogyny. Mm-hmm. All-American Boys, a young adult book about a police beating and a hard... Wait, These we... kids' <laughs> authors are telling the stories of trans youth. Book bans won't stop them. Great. Uh, it's not going great. An educator read, I need a new butt to children. Then he was fired. I did hear about That's that. That's from a month ago. Yeah. Um, okay. So I feel like we don't need to role play through the interrogation of Vivaldi. Um, however, the you did... Okay, booking is done after an arrest, and we have not actually have, arrested him. I, mean, I you, believe I just did. Well, we didn't read him his rights, so let's hope we didn't arrest I him. don't super think that matters in this universe. Fine. I feel like the Miranda precedent was not set in the Slaterverse. Fine. 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 What evidence are, are you using? Well, we got those documents that we found in Correct. the house. Yes. What, what, Evelyn? What was that? <laughs> Evelyn? Evelyn? Um, Pokemon Evolutions, yes. Okay, cool, 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 yeah. United Arab Emirates. <laughs> <laughs> That's where Whiskers is from. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. That's his name. It's just outside Dubai. It's not in the United Arab Emirates. Dubai, Evolutions. boy. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, so let's, I, I mean. Let's process. I, a professional yeah. skill cop. Do it. Yeah, by two. Great. I book him. That's certainly good enough for this universe. Boys. Uh, He's been booked. Let's start the trial proceedings. Yeah. Law <laughs> and order. Yeah. Dun dun. Amazing. Crime um, and punishment. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. Sex and candy. <laughs> Danny, do you want to stick around for all that? That sounds fucking boring. Um, also, Jack, do you want to stick around for all of that? It's not my thing. Definitely not. I want to go visit my daughter. Oh, lovely. I'll hang out with Jack. <laughs> okay. I, I didn't say Danny was invited, but... Why just go where you go? Hmm. Hmm. So hmm. I guess, Danny, like, are that is a question for you. Now that you understand that you are in the movie, yeah. um, how long are you staying? Are you, do you live here now? Well, I don't live here. Oh, my also, mom's going to get pissed. I want my ticket back. <laughs> it's my ticket. Mm, I don't think it is. It's my ticket. Danny, give me the ticket back. It's mine. I'm confiscating it for the L.A. Police Department. What, do you want to read me my rights? What are those? <laughs> All right, well, I haven't that's heard of them. The, that's what I thought. It's my ticket. Mm-hmm. Come on, Jack. Don't be that guy. This isn't the Jack I know. I need it for helicopters. I have to fight crime. Oh, my God. Is Jack stupid? <laughs> Oh no! Is Jack stupid? You can roll IQ to. Am I gonna make Peter a rabbi? <laughs> <laughs> um, this you is... want to roll against your obsession, Jack Slater? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, that's not how obsession works. 
But sure. I mean, unless this interaction is lessening it. I don't know what's going on with you. Well, it's, I mean, just, I don't. there's not a self-control role, but I, fuck it. Uh, I mean, I fail. I don't know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess you're just still on board with all things Jack, but you don't have to give him the ticket. I'm not giving him the ticket. Mm, well, I'm not going to tackle this child. <laughs> so I guess I'm going to just keep an eye on him. Sure. Okay. Nope. I'm going to keep my eye on Jack. I don't want to babysit him any longer than I have to. That's fair. It it does, I, I would say... I'm a new partner. Denny. You need a new partner. Are you going to uh, enroll well, in the LAPD no, Police I Academy? No, I have to think now. I, so I'm not dreaming. I obviously, I don't want to stay here indefinitely. Um, also, I think the movie's over. That's, we caught that's the what, bad guy. Right, yeah, that's right. what I'm, I'm rolling roll for to see what, credits. what the ticket is doing. Um, what happens oh, if the credits roll? roll? Do we die? I, yeah, I'm also I mean, I don't because they're making another one. Yeah. This one's a fucking banger. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, clearing so, the rights with Warner Brothers is going to be a real hassle. It's not my job. Well, what's interesting is that... <laughs> they book them. I just run them. Is that Jack's life clearly continues outside of what we see on screen because of the conversations that he has with Danny where he reveals Does it that, or does he just remember it? I mean, it's possible that he just remembers it, but definitely the the life that he actually has is not as is not what is presented on screen because of the uh, I pay someone down at the convenience store to call the station and pretend to be my wife who wants me back because of uh, I, like I have no relationship with my daughter. She only wants to clean guns. <laughs> like, you know what I mean. <laughs> I can't wait to watch this movie. Uh, yeah, no. Look, it's obviously your call. I just uh, having not seen the movie, I can totally imagine a metaphysics where. Uh, Jack still Jack and everyone else still pop into existence at the beginning of each movie but they haven't they pop into existence yeah. with a full set of memories of what they did between movies I mean yeah. but I, I but then the, then that becomes a question which isn't as far as I remember really answered in the movie is what happens if you stay in the movie when the credits roll the movie never sets up any kind of stakes that like they gotta get out of there or I, it might no, be curtains it, I believe they, Lisa's about to tell us literally well, curtains that, like, I, I, well, I was just gonna say that I just rolled very well for the ticket which you now have again mm -hmm. yes yeah so I feel like you that. even though there aren't screens in this room you are starting to feel those same tingles and tugs. Oh, uh, well, that's just puberty. <laughs> um, I don't know that you can see the credits rolling, but I feel like you are getting the sense that, like, sunset is oh. happening on Sunday Jack Slater Mello. 4. <laughs> yeah, I gotta say that, like, if that's actually Jack Slater 4, it's um. a weird fucking movie. Like, there's no real confrontation with the bad guy. They step into a cartoon and hit him with the mallet. Well, mm, I don't know if we're getting a sequel. Save me, Danny. I, save me. I, I might not get a sequel. Um, 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 that's true. Well, that's true. If I had watched this movie, I think I might have been intrigued, but I don't think it would have satisfied. Two stars. Uh, if I want there to be a Jack Slater 5, I need a sequel hook. Mm. Um, I'm... Well, hold on. I don't know if I have this power. I'm pretty sure I don't. But I'm, I'd like to try and, like, want real bad. Like, I look at the ticket, mm -hmm. and I want real bad for Benedict 
to turn out to actually have survived the car crash so he can be the villain of Jack Slater 5. Does the ticket do anything? Fascinating. Roll Will. Roll Charles Dance's agent. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I'm using my luck. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because that's this a failure is, by one. Th- th- this is interesting. This is not quite how the ticket works, but yeah, well, we'll see how let's see goes. how it goes. That's a crit fail. <laughs> the station explodes. Well, that's a success on the button, but hold on. I get to choose which one we use. Yeah, I would go for that crit fail. That sounds like fun. I'm going to go with the crit fail. The Hell crit yeah. fail to have wished... For Benedict, Benedict to, to have, have survived. Yeah, like a twist, like a Samuel L. Jackson mid credit scene. He crawls out of the wreckage and swears revenge against Jack Slater. That's what I want. But I crit failed. Have fun, Lisa! <laughs> Sucker! So it's 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 interesting because the the thing that you want, which yes. is another villain to show up at some point. So there's more Jack Slater to, to happen, right? You want a new villain for him to pursue. Yeah, in the next movie. On a crit fail, that villain shows up now. Oh. The driver of Vivaldi's mm, car. I knew it was him, the little hottie. <laughs> uh, that little sex kitten. <laughs> walks into the station and shoots Jack. <gasps> Dodge. Uh, in the chest. Roll IQ to avoid surprise. Sure. Um, uh, <laughs> do not avoid surprise. Uh, uh, Rabbi Jacob is still with them. Okay, Rabbi Jacob, I, roll IQ I to think avoid Jack Slater surprise. might not be with us anymore. <laughs> That's on the bottle cap, so I'm going to re-roll that one. It's cocked, yeah. It's, it's cocked. It's cocked and ready. Could have been a crit. Um, IQ by four. Okay, you see the, uh, that guy coming. He walks into the police station, takes out a gun, aims it directly at Jack. How far away is the shooter? How far away is the shooter? Uh, pretty far. Okay, I'd like to um, dive in front of Jack. Uh, roll Dex. Because the way I figure it, this is all God's plan. It's clearly been leading me towards something, not just catching Vivaldi. That's that's nothing. It's clearly leading me towards an act of, of real self-sacrifice for my fellow man. That is a success by five. Um, you dive in front of Jack Slater, Rabbi Leggett. I want to dive in front of Rabbi Leggett. <laughs> you did chest. not get your surprise roll. No. Catch the bullet in the chest. Uh, and fall. Chest, really? Yeah. Rabbi, no. Um, Jack. Jack. That, that is Jack. Right. Jack. 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 Uh, hang on, where's my gun? Where's I, my uh, <laughs> I, I hope you can continue to <coughs> follow the path of uh, truth and, and beauty. Is, and, and is there a doctor in the house? Jack. Rabbi. Take care of the boy. I will train him. I meant 
social services. <laughs> 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 I mean, I could it survive is. this. You could. It <laughs> is. Yeah, it doesn't mean you stay conscious the mm. whole time. Although, yeah, yeah genre-wise. <laughs> Roll genre savvy. Right. Oh my gosh, that's so much damage. Well, I took you, a bullet to the chest at the did. end of an action movie. I mean, uh, It's eight points of damage. Oh, that's not oh, terrible. That's really? Okay. For a gunshot wound? You might not even lose consciousness. I mean... Oh, no, I'm sorry. It's nine. That's a nine. That's a three. Oh, Six well, that three. changes everything. That puts, it does, actually. It puts me exactly at zero. <laughs> oh, no. But so, still, that's just consciousness. That's not Yeah, well, I'm gonna, I get to roll a check, too. Yeah. Um, wow, I feel like I haven't, real, I haven't rolled a consciousness check in so long. What I mean, do you I, already if, RP'd losing consciousness, yeah. though. I don't know what you're rolling for. <laughs> well, I could just, you know, <laughs> you just take a, a little bit. nap. Uh, HT? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I remain conscious. Wow. But I'm a real, feel like a real sleepy guy right now. It's like, it's like the scene from Daredevil 2 where he's dying, but he just doesn't. Have you seen this movie? No, but there is a great Pete Holmes joke about how he really wants to die by getting shot by an arrow. And when someone comes over, he, just, he looks up and says, not today. But then he just dies anyway. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't want to use up any more of my strength. So I, right. I stopped talking. So cops have piled on the shooter. I think he's dead. Shooter. I'm crying the whole yeah. time. Cops have piled, piled on the shooter. I will avenge you. I Fry, will yeah, avenge you. Danny. Yeah. Danny, Danny, is, Danny is battle hardened at this point. Yeah, I believe like, it. That's a success by three. I right? promised I'd train him. You, I like that. You sure did. Maybe the sequels when I come back. But that's an interesting question. If the if the plot of the sequel is me coming back, how can there be a movie for me to come back to? You see what I'm saying? Wait. No. Well, I'm saying that like okay. Let's say for example that I had gotten my wish, whatever how it happened. But like Charles Dance comes back. Right. You know, I go home. What I'm imagining is I go home. I live my life. In a couple years, Jack Slater Five comes out. I take my ticket, go mm-hmm. to the movie, zap myself in. Yeah. But that's a case in which the plot of Jack Slater 5 is external from me. If the plot of Jack Slater 5 is Jack training me, but then I leave the movie. I mean, I don't, this is not my question. We, I mean, we, di- we discussed this off mic and I guess Danny doesn't know this, but like, it's not actually, you're not actually changing Jack Slater 4. Like, every other print of this movie is still the regular Jack Slater 4. Right. But does it is, that... It is a philosophical question, though. But does it that does mean the, that every... The, will every print of Jack Slater 5 have me in it? No. No. Because you're not changing any... You're not changing anything other than this showing of Jack Slater yeah. 4. Oh, I, I misunderstood think, what you meant. I think the bigger question is, will the Jack Slater of Jack Slater 5 remember Danny? Interesting. Well, I mean, no. The real question is... Are there now two Jack Slater universes? Well, the real question is... It sounds to me like yes. If he went to a different showing of Jack Slater 4, do you think Jack Slater would remember him? Because my assumption would be no. 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 I think that when I entered the movie, we created a divergent Jack Slater universe. Yeah. Yeah. And so my question then is... But is it a bubble universe? Like, does it continue to even exist after you depart the movie? I don't know. up to you to tell us, uh, or not tell us. We just find out when I don't remember. I have a plan. I I know, okay, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but depending on how this goes, I know what Danny will do. 
I'm, but you I'm, have to tell me what happens. I'm furiously weeping over the actually still conscious, <laughs> not in any danger, <laughs> but, Rabbi. But, but presumably dead to you. Yeah, I mean, at this point, he has his. He's, yeah, he's married outside the faith. He's dead to me. You know, he's he at this point is like. I assume just like too embarrassed to open his eyes because I'm crying so hard over him. <laughs> he also did get shot in the chest. He I mean, doesn't it's feel weird. <laughs> yeah. Please, I've been on my feet all day. <laughs> He's dead. I, Jack, don't. There's no reason to get. <laughs> Jack, Jack. I okay, will avenge well, you. We all deal with stress That's in what our I'll own do next is avenge you. Well, I don't know. I need avenging. Uh, the, the I think getting shot in the chest has maybe more stereotypically the shooter, So, uh, I'm gonna go kill him. Oh my god. Okay. Um, I want to stop him. Uh, Danny does. Yeah, okay. there, this is, there's too much bloodshed. Also, if this he kills him, real. they might not... There's this too real. I mean, I'm a reluctant killer. Yeah. He killed the rabbi, and I'm pulling people off of the guy. Jack, Gun no, dr- no, no, don't... Come on, Jack! Not like this! It's too late for me. <laughs> I died when the rabbi died. Once again, I am still... I'm still with us. <laughs> Go to your mortal rest. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, the Jews don't really have a codified sense of the afterlife. So. Uh, the rabbi. Okay, I'm going to roll perception to notice. I'm going I'm to give Jack an actual perception check to notice that the rabbi is talking to me. I failed. Okay. <laughs> you've just, you've carried him in your heart for so long that you, you yeah, think no. you can hear him speaking to you, but, but I, no. I, I yank people aside and I, I get a little uh, okay. sliver of air on the, um, if I remember correctly, uh, mustache. Yeah, he has like a, like a Van Dyke. A, Van Dyke. a little Van Dyke, uh, like a little yeah. like, like Dutch painter mustache. Yes. What? what? Crit success. Crit success guns. I shouldn't celebrate that. I'm celebrating that. I, I was doing bad things to myself, but that's a crit success guns. Okay. So you yank all the cops off and shoot this man point blank. Yeah. Yeah. Through the, through the skull area. Um, I think that because of that crit fail, this, this does not get really the Jack Slater verse treatment, Danny. And this is like a deeply visceral, uh, like... Blood spatter, bits of brain matter, blood pooling on the floor. Well, the rabbi feels squeamish, so while <laughs> dying, I also throw up on myself. Hor- horrible. Yeah, it's a bad time. Uh, I still haven't noticed that the rabbi is blatantly <laughs> alive. Another fright check for Danny, I guess? Yeah. Yes. You You got it? Yes. I mean, if it's a flat fright check, then yeah. See, I mean, I, I hate to retroactively apply well, a penalty to it, but well, yeah. I'm, I'm going to, honestly, uh, this has, you know, I was a little kind of thrown before, but uh, my, my, my Jack Slater obsession was wavering a little. I just watched him kill a subdued man, yeah. essentially in custody. I, I'm not like canceling Jack Slater, but like, if this is what... It means to be Jack Slater. I don't know that that's what I want anymore. Well, I think it's a... I don't know if Danny thinks of this, but in every Jack Slater movie, he kills dozens, hundreds of people, many of them, you know, not really 
fully combatants. Yeah, but it's always done with movie violence. Lisa's it's always done yeah. just off frame. But just off frame or right. like the body That's flies what I'm saying. Through, yeah. Is Lisa's telling me that I see... You, yeah, you witness like close. real real world violence. Because I was going after you to try and stop you. I mean, obviously I'm a little kid. I can't... But like that's what yeah. that was my impulse. So I think I'm pretty close when I see this guy's... Like maybe even head, like blood the pooling floor. at your shoes. I mean, I succeed my fright check, but all that means to me is that I don't piss myself. Like, in terms of what... I mean, I'm not dreaming. And I know this is... I'm in a movie, but I don't necessarily know that that makes this any less, like, quote-unquote real. Like, yeah, I mean, this feels super real. Uh, I don't know if there should be a sax later for... Perception should notice uh, Danny looking at me. Sure. That crit failure. I just back to back crit success to crit failure. What do, what does that mean? I'm trying to see if perception on Danny noticing me crit fail. What do I what do I um, get? I mean, I, <laughs> uh, you, you forget uh, the importance of this kid. I think the 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 storyline that you had. Plus, like it. Okay. I, if I don't care about the kid anymore. Yeah. I'm going to this grab kid, this kid. You were convinced because of other roles earlier. You were convinced that this kid was connected to this case, and this case is now over. Yeah. So now I'm just going to go and confiscate the ticket from him. If I don't care about him anymore. No. Dex to grapple. No. I mean, no. Roll dodge. Um. That's a success by a lot. Give me that ticket, Danny. No. Is there a TV in the cop station? There isn't, but the ticket had started sparking and tingling when it thought the movie was over anyway. I I just surrender to the ticket. I grab him. You, well, you grab me. I still get a turn. Yeah. Yes, but I'm you using... chose not to roll dodge. I just rolled dodge. He failed dodge. Oh, you, that's right. You failed your dodge. I failed my dodge. Failed dodge. But you... So he grapples me. Now I have a turn. <clears throat> You have a turn. I mean, the, yes. the ticket is in my grubby little mitt. Yes. And I would just, I'm using my turn to focus on the pull I feel from the ticket. Great. And just lean into it hard. Great. Uh, roll will plus four. <laughs> plus two. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Roll will plus two. That's success by eight. So, Danny, you lean into that, the pull of that ticket follow that tug, uh, close your eyes, and when you open them, you are back in the Pandora, Nick's old movie theater, being held by Jack Slater. I think I need to call us there because any road that we go down past here is going to take longer than the time that I have. I think that for my crit fail, I got my wish... There is a villain of Jack Slater 5. It's, it's Jack, Jack Slater. Slater. Oh, my God. Yeah. But I think, that, like, the interesting thing that this road is taking us down is that that's actually who Jack Slater's always been. It's just a question of framing. I agree. Whether or yeah. not you see the blood. I mean, this is a coming-of-age story for Danny now. <sighs> this is so interesting. Wait. So, okay. So, is so that we, to we be continued, have... or is that the sequel hook? Well, yeah. so, the, so the, like, we... we as the players can can have this conversation, I know what's been happening in the real world while this has all been going on. So we can choose to put that on the end of this, or we can say, um, 
It's up to you. Do you want the next episode to be Last Action Hero 5? Or are we going to do a Last Action Hero 2? Like, Last Action Hero Part 5? Or I think Last, Last Action, Action Hero, Hero 2. 2? Okay. I think Last so Action Hero 2. That's it for Last Action wow! Hero for now. What a fucking cliffhanger. That's a sequel hook. And we are going to be back at some point. We will do this. <laughs> we will be back with Last Action Hero 2. Shortly after the production of Jumanji 2. <laughs> <laughs> and Rogue 2. Yeah, well, so, <laughs> so yeah, so uh, we have a run of uh, sponsored episodes coming up. And um, so we're going to we're going to get through those. But yeah, so Last Action Hero 2 is now on our uh, large sequel <laughs> pile and we will get to it because Debatably I'm very excited. Debatably PVP now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm very excited. This was amazing. Danny, uh, you have two guns. Thank you so much, Lisa. I do have two guns. Uh, can we do a little mailbag? Do you guys have yes, time for mailbag? Yeah, I, I, would love that. I have time for mailbag. Lisa is going to do so much lore crafting. Oh my goodness. In between this and the sequel. I'm a call Tim. Tim. <laughs> <laughs> like I, the whole time that I was trying With to. With a long jacket. Yeah. You have, you have arrived back in the real world dressed as a rabbi. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you never took off your rabbi costume. Um, oh, my goodness. Wow. Wow. Yeah. This is so I not love this. where I thought this was going to go at all. I, I like as 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 mere player and neither GM nor showrunner, I did not want to weigh in on the decision about whether there's a sequel hook or another episode of this movie, but I am so glad that we made it sequel hook because that is cuz you know what? That is so genre inappropriate. For Jack Slater's movie, mm-hmm. for Jack Slater, but for our last action hero, which takes like wild tonal zigzag <laughs> yeah. and ends in like gritty HD violence verite, to have this be the the cliffhanger turns this into like a really bizarre supernatural like morality metaphysics coming of age story oh, and that like there are other pieces that are like oh i'm sure available and I, i'm fascinated i especially with you kara i think we will probably consult on a, a last action hero to new character sheet for danny oh interesting because i feel like what's a, a lot of what is on this sheet is Possibly shift. Maybe not a lot, but there are things things on the, the sheet that will shift. Oh, from shift. These- I thought you said, there's a lot of stuff on your sheet that's uh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you don't have great stats. No. Yeah. You're 12. I mean, a, a sweet farewell to Rabbi Jacob. I mean, I think he'll probably pull through, but I think we're done with I Rabbi Jacob. I believe we are probably done with Rabbi Jacob. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, so I have um, some some emails here. Uh, this one is from Sarah. Hey, Sarah. Uh, Sarah says, since getting hooked on the show, I've been listening through the backlog, and it has been an absolute delight. I'm on the Aladdin episodes, and it is so cool and wonderful to get expanded lore for a world and to see Jasmine playing politics to get control of her own life. It feels oh. like exactly the kind of thing that makes film reroll so delightful. Because the source material didn't make space for it, but it's perfectly in character. It's really cool to see y'all explore aspects of characters and worlds that the filmmakers didn't. Thank you, Sarah. I agree. 
in the. I miss Princess Jasmine. <sighs> oh yeah, we have a, We talked about an Aladdin too. Too. Yes. With uh, in Habarga. Habarga. Habarga stands poised to invade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the Homeward Bound, The Incredible Journey episode, you were riffing on how long and clunky the title is. Fun fact, the reason it's so long is because it's actually a remake of The Incredible Journey, which came out in the 60s and is pretty much exactly the same, except the animals don't talk. How does the movie movie work if the animals don't talk? I think it sucks. (laughs) (laughs) That's my guess, is that it sucks. Well, the nice thing is they preserved that in the remake. They were really loyal to that aspect of it. That it sucks? Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that was really respectful of them. It was Uh, made for children. Lots of things are made for children. Lots of them don't suck. That's fair. Also, the casting for the uh, Homeward Bound episode was absolutely perfect. I 100% agree. It didn't feel like I was listening to Scott Jaws Peter as uh, Scott Jaws Kara now. Sorry, you dear. You can say Peter. It's an email. They don't know yet. <laughs> as Shadow Chance Sassy, it just felt like Shadow Chance and Sassy and Flynn going on an adventure. Well, I really became that role, darling. Scott nailed it as wise old shadow trying to remain responsible and in control of the chaos around him with Jaws's energy and natural chaotic tendencies. It's like she was made to play the lovable but destructive puppy and Kara completely embodied the mentality of a cat to the point that I don't think there's a single thing Sassy did that a real cat wouldn't do. I know cats. As a side note, I love cats, photos attached, and I'm used to other people assuming cats are just assholes, so I super duper appreciate that you had a cat owner playing sassy to give her actual cat-like behavior instead of just asshole behavior. Oh my god, that floof. Is that first one of them in a sink? Um, No, it's like a bed. Oh. That's a... Paolo's showing us these cat pictures from super far away, and I don't (laughs) want to break the flow, but like, rude. (laughs) Question for Paolo and Tim. Uh, Tim is not here, so I'll, I'll let Lisa join in as as <laughs> oh, a GM. as our Tim stand-in. Well, as a GM on the show. How tall can Lisa, I get? Lisa, I regretfully inform you that now you must suck it. Que- uh, when things, <laughs> I, I don't make the I, rules. That's, at least it isn't fuck you, Lisa. <laughs> Did I ever say fuck you, Tim? No, but I think it was in a mailbag. Someone, someone's. Misremembering of suck it, Tim. <laughs> fuck you, fuck Tim. You, Tim. <laughs> a huge thank you to Paolo, Carolyn, blah, 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 blah. and Tim. I hope you die in a gutter. <laughs> That's the joke, right? When things go really off the rails, how much of the eventual story are you improvising on the spot, and how much do you take time to prep during breaks or between episodes? Yeah, Lisa. <laughs> how much are you improvising? Uh, on this. of this. I literally walked in for this episode today with like, okay, so here's my understanding of what the arrangement of the people are in the room. Oh, that's not the arrangement of the that the players have decided where they're standing. (laughs) Ah, every plan I made is already gone. We're 10 seconds in and my whole, okay, no problem. No problem. Um, I will say for me that I am very happy to improvise things on the spot, but definitely like sometimes I just tell the players I have to go away for a second and I just like stare down at my lap and (laughs) like go fully internal for five minutes and be like, 
let me run through as many scenarios as I can in my head. It's it's it's, it's the Avengers <laughs> Infinity War moment where Doctor Strange oh. is like doing the uh, like ab- absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, I see. I saw it as like eighty percent planning, twenty percent uh, contemplating the void. Mm, there was a lot of void contemplation yeah, for yeah. sure. There were there were several times I went, oh, but the void. It would just be so nice to fall into the void right now. Nope, nope, out of the void, out of the void. No, no, at least you have a job to do. Um, so, I mean, I prep, I prepare a ton in advance, but to me, that's more about like world building. Mm-hmm. Cause I think once you understand the world that you're playing in, which is very complicated with this particular movie, cause you could go into so many different worlds. But, um, once you understand the world, then it's easier to make the decision of like, oh, they went left. Well, I generally know what's on the left. Mm-hmm. So we'll just, um, you know, do the like pave the road as we go type of situation. Yeah, I think that I, I mean, definitely that's my approach. <clears throat> I prep geography, not scenarios. Mm-hmm. So I want to know what does everyone have? What does everyone want? What is the big, you know, I always pretty much like, I really like to have, even if it's just an internal, a big internal map because. It just means that I I don't want to be building the world while I'm there. I already know the world and getting the world squished into my little head Mm -hmm. is the the challenge. But after that, I feel like I should, if the show's working, I should always be improvising. Because prepping doesn't work. Prepping for scenarios doesn't work. If you're reacting to the specific scenarios, it's going to be too specific and too different from what you thought of. You can't. You can't sit there and think of what what am I going to do in that scenario. Um, usually, when I'm when I'm prepping a lot, I will like kind of take myself down a few paths of like what they might do, just to sort of like prepare for being in the world, but not to not because I think they're going to take those specific paths. It's more kind of like warming up my brain to sitting in the space of that world. Yeah, I know that I was not addressed in this question, which is totally legit. Um, I have GM'd a couple, like, very small games, um, just little one-shots with my friends, and my, with the caveat that my experience is tremendously limited, I will say that those games that I ran, I had plans for. I mean, I was running them once I'd been on the show for a while, so I'd already had, like, these great GMs to watch and, and learn from. Uh, so I had lots of plans, but I was absolutely improvising 90-plus percent of it. And for me, I think... I don't know if I was doing this consciously at the time, but I think to some degree, you know, if my players uh, go down to the basement of this castle at a time that I necessarily didn't plan for them to do it, um, I think part of me thinks if I were playing this game, what would be an exciting thing for me to find? What would I be either delighted or demolished or shocked or whatever? Like, I, 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 that's my kind of one of my sort of storytelling anchors. Mm-hmm. I like I like that perspective on it. Yeah, it's a good uh, way to think about it. Yeah, I think I mean I really try and think in terms of um, what is logical for the world, rather than because because for me my goal is always that the players don't feel like they're in a game and they're playing me, but they feel like they're in a real world and are reacting in character. So I always build the world with what makes sense. And then it becomes actually very easy to world build. Mm -hmm. So I build a big map and then I look at specific areas. Okay, this area exists for this reason and these things are going to be in there. And and I kind of 
try and make everything follow logically. And that way, the when the players are in the world, it doesn't feel like it's built for them. It feels mm-hmm. like a world that has an intuitive internal logic to it. Because I'm just using my own intuition to build it. And um, yeah, my goal is always in prep, really, just so that I, on the spot, don't ha- ever have to figure out what's in a space. I'm only figuring out what characters want and how they will react and how the world will react to what the players are doing rather than what's down there. I always know what's down there, but I never have any idea what a character would do. I just kind of have to think of that, think as that character. Mm-hmm. So the world should react to the players and that's easy if you're prepared. I never, on the show, I never feel like I'm playing against the GM really nice even john <laughs> if i don't say that something like well unless it's john like no even john i feel like i'm in opposition to john as a person like personally like i feel philosophically. like philosophically yeah philosophically i'm opposed to john um but no even it's it, there's so many different gming styles and i just they they all of you guys make it very easy for me to just uh I've talked about this before, really just focus on what my character wants. It's it's very freeing. Yeah. And I think there's a, there's a sort of, as long as there's a, um, as long as there's a gradient of motivation, there's a story in there. Mm. So you only really have to, I only have to work if suddenly I feel the, the, the gradient of motivation has equalized mm-hmm. and there isn't. Mm, yeah. Things dri- to be hunted force. for. Yeah. But as long as the world has attention in it, I can just kind of keep playing forward and trust that it's going to work because, you know. That's a really great way to think about it. Uh, there is more to this email. Finally, I have to give a shout out to Kara Strait, oh. who is responsible for my two favorite moments in the podcast so far. It's me. One, Sassy continually rolling escape, absolutely <laughs> refusing to put in the car or, so the plot of the movie could start. I wriggle defiantly. Being sniffed out by the dogs and then rolling escape again and again. Uh, and two, <laughs> that's also one of my favorite moments on the show, just just in life. <laughs> <laughs> and two, Andy and Kara speaking at the same time as the coroner in Jaws, uh, where classic. Andy says, "If this were a shark, it would make me stop believing in God." And Kara says, "If this were a shark, it would make me stop believing in sharks." I <laughs> I love that moment so much. Not a single neuron in my smooth little brain thought there could be any other option for the last word of that sentence. But sharks. So, uh, and Sarah, Sarah continues. Uh, thank you all for the hours of enjoyment you've brought me. I'm looking forward to many more as I continue to listen with love, Sarah or Sarah Delea. If you want to take a stab at mispronouncing my name, which Thanks I did. Thanks for listening, Sarah. Thank, thank you. you, Sarah. That's uh, such a nice message. Uh, yeah. Um, before we sign off, we, I, I had more emails here, but um, we just lost like. Uh, a few minutes of mailbag and people have to go so sorry we'll do another mailbag soon we have some audio issues here um i just wanted to say a big shout out and thank you to everyone at tolcon 2022 we were just there uh it was our first con it was our first time doing this show live and it was incredible we love doing the show live we love the con everyone there had so much great energy and vibes they gave us. Yeah. Uh, I thought the show was a big success. And just being at the con was incredible. And getting to meet all of you, if you were there, it was so lovely to meet you. I love interacting with people who listen to the show. Uh, yeah, if you were one of the people that talked to us and you're listening to this, I want you to know, like, every single interaction I had with the re-roller last, this past weekend was... Um, just made my heart so warm. So, thank you. Yeah, so we... Um, 
we had a blast. We want to do more cons. Um, Tolcon 2022 was a big success. Uh, hopefully we'll be there next year. I have no idea what's going to be happening in a year, but even if we're not, you should check out Tolcon 2023 because I thought it was a really uh, well-run con and, and really great people. They, you know, they flew us out. They put us up. They really made sure that we had everything we needed. Should I say the thing again? Say the thing. Uh, if you're one of the many people, now that we've proven to ourselves that we can, in fact, do a convention, we can do a live show. If you're one of the many people who reached out and said, well, well you should know, you Tolcon, you should do a con where I am. Uh, you should find out if you know anyone involved in your local cons and tell them about our show and see if they've got slots in their schedule for the next convention because... We would love to, and I will just very quickly say, I said that to one person at the con. He was like, I don't think I have... I was like, talk to your people. And he says, I don't think I have people. And I said, maybe that's true. I find that people generally have a lot more people than they think they do. Like, you probably know someone who knows someone. Or even know? just, like, the contact us email. You can you can just write a polite email yeah. that says... Yeah. I and many other people are big fans of, and if if many people write polite emails, then that puts us on con yeah. runners' radar. And you really, and if you really don't have any connections anywhere, you know, write us because we also want to know where people want us to be because mm -hmm. that's going to help us, you know, dictate where we focus our energies. So oh. let your cons know. Let us know. And I will just say a shout out to uh, Andy in Tulsa who hosted us for, as far as I know, the very first stop on the long-awaited uh, film reel drinking tour of America, <laughs> who uh, bought a few of us drinks in downtown Tulsa, and it was really lovely. Mm. And uh, thank you all for listening. Um, plugs around the room real quick. Kara. Go ahead. Hi, my name is Kara Strait. I do a Twitch show Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday night, 8 p. Eastern, over on twitch.tv slash oh, hey, it's Kara. It's a very good show, if I do say so myself, and I do say so myself. I am on Twitter, oh, hey, it's Kara. I'm on Instagram, OMG, it's Kara. And that's it. Stay tuned. We're editing the short film that I made that Paolo's in, so stay tuned. All right, did, Lisa. Did, did you get rid of the M in your gender as well as how you now list times? Just 8P. <laughs> that was... I followed it, but only because I was using a thousand percent of my brain. <laughs> I still haven't gotten there. One day I will, when I'm older, maybe. Lisa, uh, your plugs. Lisa, it's me. I'm at Jessica on Twitter. Um, I have a bunch of shows happening in the city, but I'm really bad at advertising them and also apparently about telling you about them out loud. So um, instead, I will point you towards the uh, Vixens on Guard social media as well, because we are about to start our season this very weekend. Um, uh, come and see us at the Virginia Renaissance Fair. You can see me personally performing at the Kingdom Fair, which is like an hour or so outside of New York City. I'll be there the first two weekends in June. Um, and on all of our social media, you can find out where my uh, all-female sword-betting Shakespeare comedy troupe is performing if you are into any or all of those things. And that's On Guard, E-N-G-A-R-D-E? Yes, it sure is. I am Paolo Quiroz. On Twitter, and that's where I am. And uh, <laughs> I am continuing. We get it. You want to get us out of your house. 
I'm continuing my vacation tour. Uh, uh, nothing to plug. I'll be in Greece. If you're in Greece, hey, uh, uh, shoot me a message on Twitter. Maybe we'll hang out. I don't know. Retroactively, because <laughs> this will come out after you're in Greece. Um, is that right? Yeah, I'll be back. Yeah. Never mind. All right. I don't. I don't wave, remember. Wave at the memory of Check, Paolo in Greece. Like a month. Check out my Twitter. I'm in uh, Kara's movie. I'm in a couple other things, but I can't talk about them yet, other than vaguely. So. Uh, Hopefully they'll be announced there. Okay. Okay. I know I'm supposed to be miles away, but hey, everybody, Jaws here. I run the whole behind the scenes at Reroll, and as you might guess, there's a lot going on at any given time. So if you are going to reach out to somebody that you know who maybe runs a con or just to do a cold email, one of the best ways you can help me is just to include our email, filmreroll at gmail.com. That way I know I won't miss an email and they're all collected in one easy spot. We've always been a grassroots podcast, and we're pretty proud of that. So this is one more way you can help us build buzz around film reroll live and maybe bring the show to your backyard. And if we do, we're looking forward to that round of beers. Okay, Paolo, now back to you. And that's it for us. We love you all. Thank you so much. Bye. It's a, it lives in the same place as the Marvin the Martian voice, oh. which is just, it's just a very uncomfortable voice to do, at least the way I can do it. I don't know if, like, Mel Blanc and the rest had better tactics, but, like, Marvin the Martian, Kermit, mm. like, those, the ones that the require, like, really tight. Oh, yeah. I can do Kermit. I, Marvin the Martian is hard. Oh, Marvin the Martian. That's it. Yeah, yeah it was supposed it. to be a kaboom, an <laughs> earth-shattering kaboom. <laughs> But I can only do this for a short period of time before I wish I were dead. For me, Kermit. And also, it's already becoming Kermit. Yeah. (laughs) Hee hoo, Kermit the Frog here. Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. That is the only way anyone can ever get into a Kermit the Frog impression is by saying Kermit the Frog here. No, so I did did a Kermit impression for Hamlet. Um, Sure. uh, to be too or not many to be. Ranks wet of an NC midbed, stewed in corruption, honeying and making love over the nasty sty. I maintain that if you had started with Kermit the Frog here, you, you'd, it would be better. Kermit the Frog here, to live in the ranks wet. <laughs>